Good evening and welcome to yet another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I am Ben, your host this evening, and uh, joining me is Ben and Sam. Say hi, guys. Hello. 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 <laughs> so, um... <laughs> you say hello in ex- when you're not hosting. You say hello in exactly the same way every single time. Hello. And I'm pretty sure if you took a sound grab from every episode, you could just get a really good long compilation of you going, hello, 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 hello. What, me? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But, I mean, what? how many ways does a person say hello? You know? Well, are you talking like internationally? According to the Office of National <clears throat> Statistics. I have no idea. If you're talking like internationally, there's a lot of different ways of saying hello. I can think of 10 I off did, the top I, 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 I wasn't. I'll stop you right there. Anyway, I before we go down one heck of a tangent, um, tonight's episode was meant to be purely on the new year, how our Christmas went. Hopefully we're all okay. But as we are recording this, Boris is about to get back onto his pedestal and give us the glad tidings of another potential national lockdown. How do we feel about that, lads? Um, Great. I think it's Great. Just, it's, just, it's a good, smart thing to do. Um Boris, if you need encouragement, the Am I Doing This Right podcast uh, supports you entirely. And that, I think that's really all. You don't, you don't know that. You speak for 33% of the podcast. Okay, 33% of the Am I Doing This Right podcast fully supports you in the decision to put us into a lockdown. <laughs> the other, that's, the other that's 66% the percent reserve their reserves judgment until after we hear what you've had well, to say. Until after, until after the coronavirus is over and then we'll support his choice for either lockdown or not. No, it's probably the right thing to do. It's frustrating that it comes to this because I feel like in the beginning there was a lot of, uh, you know, this is uh, this is uncharted territory sort of thing. So you could give them a lot of leeway trying to figure it out. But now we're like closing on a year, and I feel like lately they've made more bad cockups than they did well, in the beginning. You're just starting as they mean to go on, aren't they? Start with a the lockdown, then you don't set expectations too high. Then in many ways, I wish I just wish we'd never come out of lockdown. In the first place, that'd be so much true. I reckon, yeah. had, had the first lockdown gone on for like another two or three months, yes, it would have been horrendous because we'd have been locked inside during the but, summer. But, but we weren't locked inside. Like, you could go out and do things just on your own, in your own area. Bike yeah, ride I mean, or if you were in... There, there was loads you could do. I was doing more bike ride. I've probably ridden more on a bike this year than I have in the last 15 years. And I've exactly. Got I mean, I cycled every day for about... Yeah. 15, 16 weeks. I think we're, we're kind of in a place where, you know, who would have thought, if, if, if you'd said to me this time last year, Sam, the height of your social life in December and January will be sitting in someone, well, not even, we're, we're past sitting in gardens now, that's illegal. We, you could, you'll be going for a walk. Not Late for you, or that could change tonight. Well, this is true. Well, I can still go we're for still a walk. Yeah, but I mean the gardens. You can still do gardens, can't you? Because you're tier no, three. No, gardens is tier two. Oh, is it? Right. Yeah, tier, yeah, tier three. So confusing. But you can do six. Okay, but you can do six to people together outside in a public place, then, can't you? Yeah, this is true. Because I'm staying with my parents at the moment, and I was kind of hoping. I was really excited because I was like, I'm coming. We've obviously done done Christmas, and I'll come back, and I'll come back to Paul, and Paul is in in tier two, and it's going to be great. And and then Paul, <laughs> Paul went sort of straight from tier two to tier four, and I was like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah. I've decided to stay in Western a bit longer. 
Don't worry, Sam. Anywho. We'll be back with open COVID-infested arms. Hmm. I uh, well, I will not be embracing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, let's uh, let's let's move on. I think from this depressing stuff. So how yeah, was everyone yeah. Christmas? Because we did our pre-Christmas episode and that was like in the build-up. But now Christmas has happened. How did people find a COVID Christmas? Um, it Spanky, was take it away. a letdown. It, a letdown. It, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say it more bluntly than that. Um, I missed uh, seeing various members of my family. Um, I missed uh, a proper carol service at church. It was all online and it, all a bit. It was all right for what it was, but it was rubbish. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get Christine, that. If you're listening, I am incredibly sorry. It wasn't rubbish. A load of effort went in. But you, does you, Christine you listen to this? If Christine does listen to this, hi, Christine. Um, if what she I, does, great. If not, then she ought to. What I would say is, I thoroughly enjoyed Christmas Day um, because, and I really, Christmas Day wasn't anything particularly special in the grand scheme of things in grand scheme of Christmases. But because it was so ordinary, it was like the best thing that's happened in ages. Like, you know, obviously we were fully within the guidelines. There were three household bubbles. We only met on Christmas Day. But it just felt so normal and we had Christmas dinner and, you know, we had wine and we watched, we, 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 we opened presents and it was just really nice. But what I would say was, I kind of felt like low-key guilty the whole day because we spent so much time this year being told, Mixing indoors with people is not good. And then I just spent the day mixing people. And, you know, none, nobody in our bubbles has come out with COVID or anything like that. But I just think I just felt a little bit guilty the whole day. Yeah, I, I can get how that can happen. I mean, uh, yeah. we've, we've been told for so long now that doing anything is bad. And if you do anything bad, you're going to go to prison. And Neil, what's his face, is going to hunt you down and find you and kill you and all that that kind of stuff. Neil, um, who's Neil? I I don't know. I'm making up names now. You know what I'm like. I've if you're going to think of a sick. threatening name, like if Boris is going to get up and go, you better stick to those COVID guidelines. Otherwise, going to send Neil Neil to come and get you. I'm not. I would be scared if it was somebody like I don't know, Sauron, Sauron or Voldemort. <laughs> not. I'm going to send Darth Vader, not Neil. Careful, Neil. Vlad the lad. Vlad the yes. Not Neil. You get my point, point, though. Yes, sure. Carry on. Yeah. (laughs) I've lost myself now. Well, maybe you need to go on a gap here to find yourself. I I think I should. I mean, uh, it would be a very boring gap here because I'm not allowed to travel anywhere, but it would refresh my batteries, if I'm honest. Well, I've got. I've got. (laughs) So, this is a fun story. There was all this stuff on the news. It's not a fun story. It's actually a terrible story. Um, because people We're were used to your terrible story, break... so carry on. That's hurtful. Breaking COVID guidelines. But in Australia, there's this pretty famous beach where backpackers tend to go on Christmas Day um, when they're backpacking. And they're like, oh, and they go and hang out with other backpackers. Um, and they all dress up in kind of Santa Claus attire and have a Christmas party on the beach. Now, in Australia, the COVID situation is significantly better than it is here. Uh, yeah, because they have yeah. a system was when you fly into the country, you are taken immediately from the airport to a hotel. You go into a room in the hotel and you must stay in that hotel room for two weeks. And then yeah, yeah. you can carry on with your trip. So I've, I've got, I'm not, she's not even a friend, it's an acquaintance. 
that I follow on Instagram. And I was looking through her Insta story, and she's been in she's been traveling for two years, and she's been in in Australia for a year, just doing stuff. And she put up an Insta story of like literally hundreds of people on this beach. Mm. Um, and so, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe things are a lot better in Australia than I thought they were. And then there was a news story about a week after Christmas saying. Um, locals, uh, local government, and um, the Australian government are outraged at the party that took place. I think it's Byron, Byron Bay, Byron Bay, Byron Bay. Byron Bay. That is the yeah. Byron Bay is a is a big travelling spot. Um, I think you're right. And and the, the, apparently the the government and local officials were outraged that this party took place. So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> not so good. <laughs> anyway, well, I tell you what, we need, let's get on to cheerier things that have been and will hopefully one day return about our new years of of years past new years of years past yes the new year's eves and celebrations and just things we've done like x-men and... new years of future past so like yeah has anyone want to kick us off with anything well i'll go first a good mainly story. because mainly because i can't remember many oh dear by many i mean i can't remember any at all is that uh, because you're maybe... old or because you drank too much it's a bit of both, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one that I hold particularly dear to my heart, mainly because I still have the souvenir badge somewhere, but the millennium of the year 2000. Wow. Oh, yeah. How old were you? Yeah, the, the, you were the, the turn of the millennium. I don't know. I think I was, uh, I think I finally hit 82 at that age. <laughs> um, <laughs> How old were you was... at the turn of the millennium? What, six or seven? Uh, let's see. I was born in '92. Uh, hey, that's not hard math, guys. Surely, oh, it was eight. You were you were eight or seven? Seven, seven and a half, eight. Seven, seven and a half. <laughs> anyway, um, it it was great because uh, me, me, my mother, and family, and so on and so forth, uh, uh, all met up with some friends who lived. Uh, can't remember where they live. It was out near Dorchester way. And uh, so we were at their absolutely massive cottage. We we all walked with their neighbours and whatnot all down to this massive field. There were fireworks. We were watching the stars and all the rest of it. Uh, massive countdown. And it, it was just a load of fun. And that is the New Year's that I can actually remember. Wow. Well, is I'm it glad because you, can you, remember were, them. you ate and you weren't drinking? Yeah. yeah. I know. That was the last one you didn't I haven't really had any, like, mental new years i remember a few a few years ago probably the the most bizarre new years we hosted a party at my parents house and i hope my parents don't listen to this because i'm not sure they're fully aware of this but all i remember was we watched we we mucked about and the, t- the dining room table ended up getting moved and all of the guys engaged in a game of topless wrestling in in inebriated topless <laughs> wrestling in our dining room on the floor, sliding around on the laminate. That um, is very strange, mate. And and it, and then we went through and we were all sat, <laughs> all the guys, there was like 10 of us, 15 of us, I think, were sat topless and we watched we, we watched The Matrix. Um, and I, that's no, the only on. time I've ever watched The Matrix, right? And for okay. some reason, I think okay. we watched The Matrix 2. 
and I was I was oh, how old I must have been about well, first you must have been so lost 15. having not seen the first one well this is the thing I was about 15 I was quite drunk and I'd never seen it before and it was about one o'clock in the was it no it must have been it was before midnight when we started watching it and I was so confused and then midnight happened and we went outside and um, we pulled a load of party poppers all over my mum's car Oh and then one of my mates ran down the street singing really loudly as all the fireworks were going off. And then he came back and we sat down and we watched, we watched the rest of Matrix 2. And then everyone went home, um, apart from there's a few of us. And then we stayed up super late. Like, I'm talking till like probably four or five o'clock in the morning playing Street mm-hmm. Fighter on the PlayStation downstairs. And my mum made us all cook breakfast in the morning. Lush. Sounds good. You clearly know how to party. I still don't um... know what the plot of the Matrix is. No, no one does. Um, you, you, you I, uh, I've done a few different it, it interesting things. Um, so I went, one of the I went through like a phase of doing different things, and I had about like three years where new, my New Year's was super low key, but really good fun. I spent it with one friend, my friend Mike Dean, who moved to Australia a long time ago. So I haven't spoken to him in forever. Mike, if you happen to be listening, hello. If you stumbled onto this, um, but I used to go hello. used to go around here for sleepovers. It's probably like in my like early teens. So like maybe like 13, 14, um, 15, probably those three years, I like went round his and I remember taking like my PlayStation 2. And uh, one year in particular, um, and I remember his parents would go out um, and um, it would just it would just be us hanging out. Uh, and uh, so one year we literally just played through the entirety of, play, of, of, of GTA 3 in one night. We just sat there. We started it around about like, nine and just powered through to about three in the morning to complete the whole game that was a pretty big one for us that was a good one um, but they were really cool because they were so low-key they were they were so chilled and then as i grew up i locked on some more during the big party thing and that. so i went to some parties and that but one particularly good one i mentioned at this point was my friend ed uh called it was like it was at this party was his birthday present from his parents his birthday wasn't particularly like on it wasn't like around new year's but this is what he wanted so he had they did for him a black tie i think it was eight course dinner for 30 wow. 30 friends um uh, wow. for new year's it was amazing so everyone's in tuxes and the girls are in like you know formal gowns etc and it's and his like his parents loved a good pie like they they were known for throwing amazing like fancy parties uh, dinner party things like that so we had this all this amazing these courses coming out and between each course there was an alcoholic pairing um like to go, to go between the courses nice. yeah so everything from like a particular wine to obviously late you had like dessert wines but then one one of them was a like um these whiskey another one was um bison grass box was a uh, one that came out and that, and that, that was just amazing um and probably one of the most memorable New Year's Eve's I've ever that, that was it. That was a good one. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I mean, I don't... In terms of just being, like, an epic evening, I'm not sure I've topped that one specifically. I've had wilder ones and bigger ones. That was just so good. Um, but then we went into a, nice. a phase of going around my friend Dave Newnham's house for... Um, like a cocktail party every year and like me and him would became like little cocktail aficionados and we'd set up a menu and everyone like threw in like maybe 10 quid. 
so rather than everyone like bringing a higgledy-piggledy like selection of beers and wines we like go out and buy all this proper stuff to make like legit cocktails for everyone for the whole night nice. yeah that was really good those got a bit messy at times to be honest with you as you can imagine um there was definitely some some blurred bits and i remember this is a bit gross but i remember like waking up the next day and going down to the pool key like still in the same clothes we were all in from the night before to go get like a a, a breakfast in the rain at weatherspoons down there and we looked so ropey but this day in weatherspoons no one there is like feeling great you know there's a certain clientele <laughs> going for a, a weatherspoons breakfast on new year's day yeah i can imagine although i would say Weather seems breakfast. If you ignore probably what are horrific quality meats, pretty good. Hey, I mean, I'm not knocking them. I've had many, and I will have many more. I'm knocking the quality of the meat. I'm going to say that right now. I'm going to call out Weatherspoon. Yeah, but they don't pretend to be uh, fancy. That's the point, is it? It's so cheap. You know what you're getting. It's true. Cheap and cheerful. This is this true. That's fair enough. Yeah, to be fair, if you don't know what you're getting, then it's kind of on you. I'm I'm going to tell you about what is, for me, the most low-key yeah. news I've ever had. Um, I went to visit my brother two years ago. Um, <clears throat> and so we went and, you know, it was nice. It was kind of, you know, a, a kind of a fairly decent... I drove up, I took wine, it was going to be great. But what I hadn't realised was my sister-in-law was working the next day at the hotel that she was working at mm-hmm. at the time. Right. Um, right. And, like, she's a teacher, but because of <clears throat> she's American, she she can't, the, getting jobs is difficult. So she's working in the hotel. She, had to, she was working at six o'clock and it was like a probably half an hour journey. Right. Um, right. so they were like, oh, we're going to bed at like 10. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? And they were like, um, yeah, we're going to bed. Um, and I'd driven quite a long way. I was quite excited to spend the night with them and they went to bed and, you know, for them, it's fair enough. They had to get up early. My brother, my sister-in-law can't drive in this country because she hasn't got a British driving license because of complications and all that sort of thing. So my brother has to drive her. So he had to get up. So they went off to bed. So I, my sister was like, well, I might as well go to bed as well. So my sister went to bed. So I'm sat on the sofa on my own, drinking beer, and I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine until midnight. Yeah. I flicked over the channels. Yeah. I watched the fireworks. My brother stuck his head out of the door, went, Happy New Year, and then I went to bed. So had he and been awake watching, that whole time? And you're just like, actually, like, as you said. Oh, I, think he, I think he woke up. Damn, it's such terrible think... company. We've got to find a way to ditch him. Like, we're just telling him that we've got to be up early. But I was just high. like, I, I you know. I'd driven to Manchester from Poole. Yeah, that's intense. Um, <laughs> that's quite a drive. To be fair, though, I mean, why did they let you come? They should have just said to you, like, oh, don't. we went for, like, four days. You planned it? What? Um, we went for, like, oh, four okay. days. Okay, so it wasn't, like, that was the sole reason so to we be there. there. We were there for two days before, and then we were there for, we were there for New Year's Day and the, and the second. So we did other stuff, but it was just, like, actual New Year. And it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. Oh, well, never mind. You still enjoyed it by yourself. That's what New Year's becomes, though, as you get a bit older, I think. 
more and more often, I find, like, New Year's. Yeah. With kids as well, like... My, my parents do... For years, my parents didn't go anywhere. Or, like, my granny and granddad might come around and they go somewhere. But probably once every three, four years, they go out. Or they might have friends over. That was quite common. Mm. But as we've got older, we started doing our own thing. Like, I've, I've done a couple of years where I've been working on New Year's Eve or whatever. So they, they now have a dinner party with the same, like, eight, ten friends mm. every year. And they just go around the houses and they have the, they, they, um, they love it. Like, they're in their 50s now and they've been doing it for, like, ten, yeah. ten years going around and kind of doing these dinner parties and I think they'll probably do it right through until you know they're drinking their food to a straw just which is just even a bear for them just all liquids the whole night yeah I mean you can mix the, yeah. the booze you can mix straight it into one. the meal all in yeah. one it's actually a very it's a, it's a smooth yeah. system yeah I agree um Maybe we should do that. When we next have a night out to save time, let's not eat. Let's just blend up the food what, and so mix Bonica it up. and like IPA all blended so, yes. together. Yes. Yes, yummy. Sounds yummy. Sounds good. Oh, what did you guys get up to this year? I want to hear. This year? Um, actually, I'll tell you about mine. Never mind. Yeah, I'll tell you, you about mine. And then, yep. and... <laughs> no, I Because you were, you were silent I for a second. I was like, if I kick it off, <laughs> you go. we'll get the vibe. So we, um, my brother and sister-in-law here in Manchester, who are in Tier 4, and obviously, I mean, we can't do anything in Tier 3 anyway. But um, And so we decided that we were going to do a Jackbox Games Zoom game, family games night. Um, so we had a Chinese takeaway. Uh, that was very lovely. And we drank wine. And then we set up, and I had my PlayStation, we set up Zoom, and we had... Um, the game's up on the screen and my brother and sister-in-law on a laptop underneath the screen on Zoom. <clears throat> and we all played Jackbox games together. And we, I mean, there were some hilarious Jackbox games. Um, and we had a really great time. You know, we, and then I watched the Alicia Keys um, concert, New Year's concert, and the fireworks this year were spectacular. Um, the, the, whoever did, L- London... The people of London. Council or whoever put... They it. send each person of London the people one of London. They in the post to light. And that, yeah. Firework, yeah. That would Imagine be awesome. That. Send every household one firework and they have to set it off and you could do it by postcode and you could have like um, a clock of all like S- like all of the different postcodes in London setting them off 10 seconds apart and you have to set it off exactly at the right <laughs> time. And everyone sets them off, and you can have like a Mexican wave of fireworks. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, but you know that Barry down the road or whoever is really going to yeah. cock that up. What is it yeah. with you and weird names? Neil and Barry, we've had this evening. A lot of hate on these people. There's nothing wrong with Barry. A lot of hate. I didn't say there was anything wrong <laughs> with Barry, but you know, I, you know lots of people, but I, why not choose the names of people you know? Like, do you know someone called Neil? Clegwin? Yes. Oh, I do too. What? No idea. I knew Anil back when I worked for a company called Mega, and I'm going to be honest with you, his hate, his head was uh, a bit phallic shaped. What? Um, <laughs> what? If, if if you're not catching my drift, sand, then I'm not going to. No, I know what you mean, but how do you have a phallic shaped head? Because <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at um, Star Wars. There's that catch in Star Wars. With the extra tall head, <laughs> people like that don't really exist, don't they? Are you sure? I'm, I'm calling him a phallic head, Sam. 
<laughs> I mean, you if you have a photo of this guy, you need to send us a photo, <laughs> or at least find him on Facebook for us. Neil anyway, Pallacast. Uh... <laughs> oh, I hope none of my old managers are listening. Are. Mate, this um... is the best start to 2021 ever. Oh, man. Well, that's it. This, this year. Anyway, oh, yeah, you go. Uh, so, yes, I did know a Neil, and yes, I do know a Barry, so... I know about. Yeah. Do I know a Barry? Anyway, I do know a Barry. Anyway, you know, you know, you're going to have somebody called Barry or Neil or whoever down the road who lets off his firework five minutes after everybody else and just ruins it for it. everyone. I would argue though, it's better than letting off your firework early, isn't it? What? <laughs> 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 Anyway, back to this year. This year. Okay, so what I, did so you this guys year, this mine, I had the kids with me, and so um, it was super low key. It was super low key. I did stay up till midnight. I watched the Jules Holland Hootenanny. My friend got me into that a few years ago. Um, so that's good viewing. Um, they were able to stay in a way this year. It wasn't like normal, um, but they still had it. And yeah. I just chilled out. I um, nice. watched. Um, what is it I watched? I watched. Um, I watched. I watched Skyfall with my dad, which was quite nice. nice. And I had, and I specifically selected. Well, we started with a bit of champagne. We had a few glasses of champagne. Uh, me and my mum and dad. That is obviously not the kids for obvious reasons. And uh, and then I had specifically selected. Thank you for specifying. Uh, I specifically selected a couple of very nice beers. So that was my like plan for the evening. Was like, I had these two nice beers. That was like the biggest part of my New Year's. Um, but I had. Through um, that, the, I had the eight arch beer, um, the Raspberry Ripple IPA, which was very good. Cool. Very rich, but very good. Oh, that is yeah. a good one. And then I had the New England IPA uh, by Salt. Um, that's like a hazy slash juicy, as it says on it, which is also very good. Salt, yeah, really it good. was good. Very nice. I had that, watched the movie, and then I just sort of saw, and the movie which took us like 11.30, then I watched Thingy. Uh, Jules Holland all the way through and it was it was super chilled but I like the kids are not going to respect a late night so I can't stay up to like 2 in the morning because they're going to still wake up at like 6, 6.30 at best so shortly True. after midnight I was like right I've got to go to bed now which is very different to years gone by but not a lot I can do about that I, t- I tell you what did happen that I was quite surprised about in the build up to talking about watching films the build-up to New Year, I was like, oh, was it like the 27th, 28th? I said, I really fancy watching Lord of the Rings. And my mum was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not a massive fan of it. And But they agreed, and we watched the first one. And then the next night, I was like, well, how about we watch the next one? And they were like, yeah, okay. And then so in the, I think, the 27th, 28th, and 29th, or the 28th, 29th, 30th, we watched all three of the Lord of the Rings films, one right. each night. And it was actually... Really lovely. My mom, we got to the end of it. My mum was like, those films are so good. Nice, nice. Um, you know what I've been watching, and not like religiously like every night, I'm working my way through slowly, but um, is the Harry Potter films. Um, they just feel a bit festive, so I nice. started them shortly before Christmas. Um, I think, yeah. I, I, think I, know, I know why. It's because every Harry Potter film has snow in it, I feel like. And because each film spans a yeah. year at the school, at some point in every film, there's a Christmas normally. So, like, you get, even if it's just for, like, a brief moment, you get little Christmassy bits. And so they got good vibes for Christmas and that sort of season. This is very true. Because by the time I was getting towards Christmas, as we talked about in our Christmas episode, I'd watched a lot of Christmas films. 
I needed to mix things up a little bit. Yeah, you had. You really I like went Christmas heavy on films. it this I year. I really do. I, we say this year. That's every year. I like Christmas films. Um, but I was... I, because I find... Yeah. No, you Sorry. Go. I find, like, particularly films that make me feel festive. Lord of the Rings. I don't know why, but Lord of the Rings makes me feel really festive. Killing some goblins. So I, every year... Well, this is true. Um, but every year... If I, I I'll watch it at some point throughout the year, but every year at Christmas I'll watch all three Lord of the Rings films, and I have done every year for probably the last probably seven eight years. Well, I guess that's just the way. Um, that's uh, probably just more your tradition, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, Spanky, what did you get up to this new year? Uh, sorry, I was just reading the, uh, the uh, what, news alert. What's the news yeah. alert? Uh, we are going yeah. to a national lockdown. Lovely. Yeah, national lockdown, schools closing, all, the, all that fun stuff. Anyway, back on to more fun stuff. Um, <laughs> what did I do for New Year's? So New Year's was uh, relatively slow for me. I had to go go to work um, and look after things over there. So understandably, by the time I got home, I was a wee bit knackered. Um, so we ended up having a family games night. Um, where we ended up playing Monopoly and I got absolutely trounced. Uh, my sister had bought me a a yeah. uh, a bottle of Old Rosie. Oh, nice. Was that the, one of the big-ass bottles? Those are cool. Yep. Nice. And I, I've, I've finished just, it. I feel like with you, you just pop a straw <laughs> on the box, top of that great big thing and just you're set for the night then. Mate, you could well, shop. I, I would have done, but my sister also got me That's a pint nice. glass to go with it. So yeah. I oh, mate, it. you're loaded with pint glasses oh, now, did. aren't you? And I, I, yeah, now I can't remember the rest of the evening beyond that. Nice. I got another pint um, glass this year at Christmas. Um, I got a brew dog one, and they're, the brew dog pint glasses aren't quite as common. But you get the tuna glasses and the, the stemmed glasses because, you know, basically BrewDog comes in 330s but I got a BrewDog pint glass which is cool but I was also given um, like so much beer like I got every variety of BrewDog you could imagine this is my auntie and uncle and then my grandma got me a pack of of um, punk IPA as well so I, I was like got so much beer and a pint glass. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm sorted now for this lockdown. Although I think I'm going to try and do a dry lockdown. I don't want you to think. We can, we can now, well, now we know, we can talk about how we're going to manage this lockdown. But um, I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to try and do a dry lockdown and, and I will have the beer to look forward to afterwards. A dry, <laughs> it depends how long this lasts, though, doesn't it? I mean, like six months in, you're going to be like, this is true. Give me the guidance. I don't think it'll be six months. I think, I genuinely think with the, with, they're going to, keep everyone inside to control the spread so they can get the vaccine out and really make a difference to the vaccine. I reckon three months. Maybe. And end of March. End of March, I think. Because, you know... The, the... I just realised something, lads. What? I forgot to ask you what you're drinking tonight. Oh, yeah. I finished my drink. I had a <laughs> <It's tea>. exciting. <laughs> I uh, had the Belvere um, elderflower sparkling cordial drink, you know? Belvere or whatever it's called. Parents love that. I can't stand I hate it. Do you? It just tastes like sweetness. Really, really hate it. Strong view to take. I can't deal with. I don't. I don't want to drink flowers. Uh, You know. I mean, I will. I'll put it out there. (laughs) Hops are kind of basically flowers. So, (laughs) and you love beer. 
So it's special flowers. There you go. Touche on guard or whatever it is. Huzzah. Uh, Touche on guard. Uh, have, have it. it. Have it. Back <laughs> on track. We're being distracted by Boris and his oh, little, little minions. New Year's Eve. Boris is very distracted. Have you seen his <laughs> it's hair? Got, it's got a life of its own. Oh, don't don't even get started on his haircut. <laughs> I, I kind of think, you know, with, with New Year's and all of that, <clears throat> I want to start, like, as an adult, I want, you know, in, like, 10 years' time, I want to have, like, a good group of friends and, you know, like, eat, like, in the Big Bang Theory or in, um... Whoa, like, whoa, how whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying we're not good enough friends already? Oh, no, you know what I mean. Get in the bin. Um, a good group of friends <laughs> um, and, like... You know, how about you by yeah. the Big Bang Theory friends, that kind of vibe when everyone is like yeah. super chill with each other and we just meet up on New Year's yeah. is just great. Those are my best. I've had those like That's that. That's what I want. I've done yeah. that. Like the cocktail parties, that was that because we had like maybe no more than 10 of us at it. And that was probably like a mixture of like some of that were couples. So it was quite an intimate group in general. Um, it was just a core group of friends and, and some of their partners, etc. And those were the best ones because you just were, it was so chill. It lasted so long because everyone was just keen to hang out. So you probably start at like 37, maybe include dinner with it even. And you'd kind of keep going. And it would be a thing where everyone just stays over as well. So we'd kind of, although we'd probably be up for about four, and then we would just all do breakfast together the next day. Great fun. So... I've lost my. I was about to say something. That I've lost my train of thought. Um, now we've, you know, new year. It's the new year. It's twenty twenty one, guys. And obviously, twenty twenty was, to, in the nicest possible way, absolutely yeah. trash. Um, so, because even before COVID, there was like forest fires and all Everyone's sorts. Everyone's forgotten of about all that stuff. But yeah, there was all sorts, wasn't there? But guys, this is a year to be hopeful. It is. You know, in a few weeks' time. We will have a cognitively competent US yeah. president. Um, yeah. You know. Maybe. <laughs> he's much more cognitively competent than the guy at the moment. Did you see Did you see what happened? In the, what came the out in the news today? The recording of him talking about finding votes. There's audio, audio oh, recording of him with the, the governor of Georgia saying, we need to find 11,000 votes, and I don't care, care where you find yeah, them, basically. Charming. Um that is breaking the law. Like, that's what they call election fixing. And that's what he was talking about mm. um, <laughs> in the build-up to the election. And he's, there's a recording of him trying to steal the election, which I think is beautifully ironic. Um, but um, it's things to look forward to this year, guys. Like, I'm, there's a lot of things I'm super excited about this year. I'm finishing yeah. my degree. I'm all being well. I'm going on holiday in May. Um, I'll be starting a new degree you know, moving to a new city. Yeah, I'm not excited. that's all good. I'll um, tell you what, kind of... let's, before we move into the new year, literally, in our conversation, there's one thing I think we need to address, which is a more positive thing about New Year's, something that we all did and our New Year's re- resolutions. Right. And specifically, we probably need to talk about one of our New Year's resolutions we did for 2020, which actually I believe I started, but we all jumped, which was the oh, Bible yes. in a year. And we can give updates. Well, yeah, we that. did do that. So Ben, I believe Ben actually finished it on target it's very difficult to find the time uh and stay perfectly on target for it but ben did that granted it's a real commitment to every but still listening counts that's fine 
listening or you're reading, still absorbing you're it. Still so doing... Ben absorbs the Bible in a year. To be fair, I I by osmosis, he literally yeah. just slept yeah. on the Bible. Um, I, I I started off reading and I did really well through the first lockdown. But then when I moved back to pool and things were opening up again, and I got mm. a lot busier, um, and I was in, I didn't have so much time at home. So I started yeah. listening to it and, you know, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I was basically because of things that have happened this year and I've talked about some of them and moving house and I've moved house so many times this year and, you know, the loss of some family members and everything that comes with that. Um, I was about a month behind and I was like, it's cool because I'll just do the Bible in a year yeah. and a bit, you know, it'll be a Bible in, in 30 yeah. months, yeah. which I think is fine. But <laughs> what actually yeah. happened was, the app that it runs through on my phone decided to update. So when I opened the app, it lost all of my progress. So I've started again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've, nice. I've started again. Um, but nice. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I've done done all of the days so far. Um, <laughs> You're four in. Well done. Yeah. So. No, I am... Um... But I was... Yeah, I, I, I was the same as you, Sam, started reading and I read for about half the year and then I started to switch just between audio and reading as depending on what I was doing that and what it suited. And just with like, you know, kids and that, sometimes life gets in the way and you miss a few days. So I'm still carrying on. Uh, my app did not update in the same way yours did. So I'm still able to uh, do uh, I was. And so I am. Uh, scheduled to finish around about the 18th of January. So I'm um, about two and a half weeks off the pace, basically, which built up over the sort of course of the last six months, really just missing the odd day here or there. And you, then you try and catch up, but then you miss another one, et cetera, et cetera. But that was still, no matter what, no matter what, considering yeah. what like big, as far as I think New Year's resolutions go, that's quite a big commitment to read the Bible in a year. And I think we, I'm just saying. It is, yeah, I mean, and I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I yeah. started it," um, and the, but then I, but then I, you know, I kind of gave up halfway through, and it was something that I was really keen to make sure at least to make it past the yeah. halfway point. And you know, I I'm in a kind of unique position with it because, um, you know, I, I work for a church. Um, the the majority when you work for a church, surprise surprise, the majority of what you do is kind of biblically based. Um, and I'm also studying a theology degree, so again, the, surprise surprise. You know, it's a lot of it is biblically based. So I spend a lot of my time reading the Bible. So when it came to doing like my personal Bible reading, a lot of the time I was like really unmotivated. And, I, you know, there's moments where I felt pretty guilty because I was like, I work for a church. I, you know, part of my job is to help people, in, you know, grow closer in their faith and all of this type of stuff and i'm sat there on a wednesday evening going do i want to play call of duty or do i want You're to like, read my bible unfortunately too many occasions when i <laughs> opted for call of duty oh, over you know for shame the bible for shame um if any of my listeners are listening to this um, no, no, i didn't say that but hey of course not. So, so that's something that um, we, all, we all did yeah, very well on. Hey. Has anyone already set a new New Year's resolution? Yes, sort of. I don't. I don't really like New Year's resolutions because 
I think if you want to do something, don't wait till New Year's. Just like do it. Um, but I've got goals for this year. Um, I want to um, finish my degree um, with a first. I want to get first. Um, and I want to get on to my dream course because I'm hoping to go study a, a master's in occupational therapy in September in London. And I would love to go to Brunel University, uh, which is like one of the best unis in the country for occupational therapy. Um, and I want to go there and I need a 2-1 to get in. So I would really like to, that's what I want to have achieved this year. I want to finish my degree and be studying at Brunel University in September. That's, those are my goals. Cool, this year. cool. Okay, Ben, have you got any? Um, I can't say I've got anything specific. I think at this point, with my own mental health in mind, Survive. it's just going to be... Yeah. In a way, I get that. I, I, I get That's that. I haven't set any specifically. There's none, I have, like, I guess, like you, Sam, I have some goals, but they're not New Year's resolutions. Um, I do want to find something to replace the Bible in the year with, because I don't want to do it again. Um, we... uh, the, you can do the <laughs> Quran was, yeah, in a year. Do, yeah. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of Christian. I'm thinking of doing oh, the book of 365, which has started a new thing today. Yeah, so I'm going to check oh, that that's out. Decent. That's decent. The, the, the HTB who do the Bible in one year, they've released their new app update has um, has uh, an express version and a youth version. So I'm I've yeah. started the express version because they're ten minutes a day. Um, so I can, I kind of figured maybe that's you know a bit more realistic for me and like what is going to be a super busy year, you know having doing te- you know ten minutes of that a day instead of you know because. The Bible in one year, as much as, you know, it's not ages, but it sometimes can be like yeah. half an hour. Um, and yeah. carving out half an hour of your day can can be quite challenging when you're kind of at uni, work, whatever. So um, I've, I think I've been a bit more realistic this year and, and, and kind of gone for the, the, the express version. Yeah. Well, you know, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, so does anyone have before... I guess we start to think about closing. Does anyone else have any New Year's Eve stories they feel they should be sharing? Um, <laughs> no. no. Okay. I, I'm trying to think. I have any of us I've got. Here's a, when we were younger, we always used to do the same thing every year. I grew up in Murley, which is like a suburb of Wimborne, and there was like the Murley Social Club, and they'd have a big like just I guess like a big family disco sort of thing so it was like there's a buffet you could buy tickets and like loads of people went everyone local went basically so lots of my friends and their parents would be there from school etc and you know my parents friends with their kids would be there and we'd always go and it was just like a classic kind of hangout for like you know there'd be just be just it's just a big party for like probably 50 people rather than a house party it's in a social club um and We'd always used to, like, as right. kids, we'd walk home with my parents and that, as, as a big group, though, lots of families, and we would always, like, collect up all of the confetti strands from the party poppers. I don't know why we did this, but we did. But basically, so nice. you can imagine our parents' faces were like, oh, um, what what are they going to do with all this just giant armfuls of crappy tissue paper when they get home? So my parents invented this ploy to make all the children... Get rid of it on the way home. So what they would do is they said, "Oh, what, 
the stuff that comes out of party poppers is called happiness. And so they said, on your walk home, what you have to do is leave a little bit of happiness on everyone's garden for the new year. So we would walk home just like just drizzling it That's along outrageous. as we went. And it was like a few strands per house. Um, but what a genius. Great. So by the time you get home, you've got like nothing. Um, it's brilliant. So we thought we did this great thing that was like my parents had managed to get rid of all the crappy tissue paper. It's a pretty funny one. I did see some absolute, absolute genius. I I do I like Reddit yeah. as, as as you all know, um, and I was scrolling through and it was like um, people who are too clever um, to be alive at the moment. They must be from the future. Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> it was basically these parents who'd had like kids like who were like eight or nine and under. Um, and the kids had like they said to the kids have a nap in the afternoon we'll wake you up or go to sleep we'll wake you up celebrate new year and then you go back to bed so what the parents did is the kids went to bed at like 6-7pm they were in bed for like a long, a long enough time for them to have fallen asleep they rolled all the clocks forward to midnight woke them up at like half seven so they, they celebrated new years the kids all went back to bed that the people's parents came round and babysat, and the parents Whoa. went out and then went to a That's party. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> genius. Well, this has been a very enlightening wow. chat. That, that should be written <laughs> yeah. in a playbook for parents. What an interesting yeah. chat this has been about New Year's, though, whilst Boris has also been just telling us how our lives will be worse by tomorrow. He, yes, direct quotation. The Lovely. weeks ahead will be the hardest. And on that bombshell. Brilliant. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose I should I ought to wrap it up. I'm meant to be the host, and here I am nodding off over here. Mate. Um, so, thank you for joining us. <laughs> That's not insulting at all. I hope you had a ribbit. But... Yeah, all right then. Uh, anyway, hope you enjoyed uh, uh, this this most recent episode. Join us again in roughly two weeks' time when we may remember to host another episode or not. Um, and uh, yeah, for now, it's goodbye from me and Bye. goodbye from Sam and Ben. Cheerio, lads. And we'll catch you on the flip side. 